What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 25 of the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Grant, and sitting across the table from me is... Cody Hager. The Culture Shock Podcast is a podcast where we talk about life, the universe, everything, and culture as well. And this week, we will be looking at our favorite movies of all time. I'm so excited to dive into this topic <laughs> today, man. Yeah. But we're back. We back. I don't know if you noticed, if you're a weekly listener, you may have noticed. All six of you. All six. Well, we're so glad for the six of you that are here listening. We missed last week for the first time in six months, Cody. Six months. I didn't even We've think about it We've been going since way. March 29th as our first release. Oh. And we missed a week. Tell the listeners just a little bit about what you were doing. I'll tell them mine. Um, then we'll talk a little bit more about it at the end, probably. Yeah. Those of you who have been listening or follow us on or follow me on Instagram, we are having a child in January. Not Tyler and I, but my wife and I. Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll be watching him just as much. So yes, you will. And it's a boy, we found out as well. Judas BFF. BFF forever. Oh, yeah. It's just weird. He'll be like two years older, pretty much. I know, you know? but it'll be so cool, though. I think they're still going to be best friends. They have no choice. Let's pray for that. They have no choice. They have no choice, for real. But um, anyway, we were on our baby moon, so to speak, and uh, my parents were out in Colorado doing some fishing. Or my dad was. My mom was just there. But anyway, we went out to Colorado for the weekend, and uh, we left Thursday. And you guys also left Thursday, right? So we left Friday. Friday, okay. Yeah, we went to um, Panama City Beach. We took about 70, 75 people, middle schoolers included, down to the beach for a middle school beach retreat. So we had an awesome time. It was so good. Um, got to have some services, some worship, some hang time with the kids. Awesome weekend. Um, but we just we were busy, so we had no time to sit down and record something together. But today we're back at it, and I'm so excited to dive into the, the topic today. But we have a few a few things to get out of the way before we get into our stuff, as yeah, you know. Yeah. First thing, if uh, you ju- if you're new to the podcast, if you'll do us a favor, go to Instagram, give us a like and a follow, or just join the conversation, talk with us on there. We'd love to get a DM and just talk with you about your favorite movies of all time. Also, go over to the Apple Store. And our Apple podcast, yeah, podcast whatever it's app. called, mm-hmm. uh, give us a five star review if you want to written. And if you do that, what are you going to get, Cody? You are going to get a brand new sticker. <laughs> yes, Drew Carey with a brand new car. <laughs> brand new car sticker. sticker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, give us a written five star review. That's the key. Post it on social media somewhere. Put Facebook, it on your Instagram, Instagram story. Easy enough. Yeah, super easy. And just make sure to tag us and we promise we will contact you about getting a sticker, Culture Shock podcast sticker. Have you put that up on Instagram? I have not yet. What it looks like? I'm probably going to do it whenever this episode releases Monday. Okay. So, so if you're listening to this, you'll probably be able to go to our Instagram. Check it out. Um, yeah, I mean, they're cool stickers. Like, I've been rocking it on my car. Like, I still got to get mine. Oh, it's you still haven't got yours from me no, yet? No, I don't think I'll I have. I'll give it to you, as well as the other listeners who go and give us a review. We'd love I want to give these things out. I really do. I know. So just go do it, people. It's super easy. Before we get into our big topic of the day, Cody, I got a question for you. Yep. So last night we had a guy named Bob Goff come to the church. You Bob weren't able Goff. to come, you know, things happen. Yeah. Um, but it made me think a lot about inspiration because Bob Goff is one of the most inspiring people I've ever heard talk. So I wanted to ask you the question: Who is the most inspiring person you've ever heard? Not like a wife, not like your parents, not like me because I probably am, but like. Just who was one of the most inspiring speakers or presenters or just pastors that you can think of? That I've heard in, in person. No, not even in person, on podcasts, on, through YouTube. Do they have to be alive? No. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oof. Oh. Well, we're talking about movies. Oh, no. I don't know. I d- do, you, do you have an answer off I the top of your head? I don't. <laughs> See, that's I mean, okay, a question honestly, you don't even Bob know the Goff, answer. I haven't listened to him a lot, but he yeah. is a very inspiring person. He definitely is. He's done so many cool things with his life. And like, we've both heard him live, so like, he's definitely up there as far he as He definitely is, because he just, he just does it. He mm-hmm. doesn't just say it, he does stuff. It's really crazy. Yeah. There are a lot of other pastors that come to my mind, Louis Giglio, Levi mm-hmm. Lesko, those types of guys that really inspire me. Um, I just I just thought of that question from after b- sitting under Bob Goff's teaching last night. I wanted to pick your mind and see... Who you could think of. That's a tough one. I know. Because there's so many that I, gosh, because you grow, you know, we grew up in church and you hear a lot of inspirational stories, some great pastors. And I really respect some of the pastors that was under um, growing up, especially when one of them was a family member, you know, things like that. So I really respect but as far as just inspirational people. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Because like even listening to historical stories, I was thinking of the King's Speech. Okay. Speaking of like historical movie, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, that is such an inspirational story. 
and he gave a very inspirational speech right when Britain was going into World War Two. Yeah. So. King George the Fourth or whatever he was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's so a tough one. If you're a listener and you have somebody who's been super inspiring to you, let us know. Uh, let us know on Instagram. Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us a DM. Whatever you want to. But the big topic of the day, something we've been anticipating. For 25 weeks, honestly, we talk a lot about our favorite movies of all time, and I've never put a list together until today whenever we put it together. Yeah, I've always I've always had one movie that I've said, oh, what's your favorite movie? And I'll just throw out the, the you know, the name of it. But Same. I, that may have actually changed today after thinking about it really? again. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm always saying, like, oh, that's on my t- like, top 25 favorite movies of all time list, but I've never made the list. Yeah. And this list, like, it, I feel like it's fluid. It can change a lot. This was just how I was feeling today, how I felt throughout the entirety of my life. And there, a lot of factors went into this. W- what are some of the factors that we were talking through about the top 10 movies? So we didn't rate all of them specifically on these categories, or we're not going to tell you our rating on them, but we look at rewatchability. Yes. Uh, enjoyment, just general enjoyment, like the feeling that you get when you walk out of a movie how do you feel? Because that's what a movie's supposed to do is make you feel good or wonder or whatever. Yes. Um, story structure, how well the story's crafted. That includes like characters, how well they're made. It, you know, you can't have a boring story. And how's, then, the, how's the first, second, and third act? How does it conclude? Like all, all of the things together. Or how do they break that mold? Whatever. Exactly. And then the last part is technical elements. So that would include soundtrack. That would include your cinematography, mm-hmm. your, uh, you know, graphics, things yeah. like that. The w- Technical elements is whenever I think a lot about Christopher Nolan and just like beautiful shots and like all these kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, and I think of soundtrack with that too because yes, you know soundtrack makes a movie. It Um, does. I don't ever like I remember the the scores in the movie like, but I just don't remember. You can't like hear it. I I don't know. It's it's interesting to me. Like the the music is so important, but it's not something I walk away remembering. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but. Uh, like when I'm sitting down to actually do something, I put on movie soundtracks. That's true. So I always end up hearing them, and I know the movie immediately. So there's a connection there. I just don't yeah. always think about it. I mean, Star Wars soundtrack, best. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> but we're looking at our top ten, although we could have done our top 30. Gosh. I mean, w- w- when you start thinking about the movies that you really enjoy, then that you can yeah. rewatch and that have all these things, you just start listening off movies. And there's there's, so there's one ones. thing I did. I was talking with you earlier. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I could put a lot of Star Wars movies in my top 15, 20, because I love those movies. I could put a lot of MCU movies in there as well, but I only narrowed it down to one of each just to kind of keep it a little bit more simple. Mm-hmm. And I have my list very like varied as well. I have a lot of different categories and genres of movies, so it's not all one thing. Yeah, I, I tried to do my best with that. I know myself too well, and yeah. I enjoy a, you know certain types of movies. Yeah, let's be honest. I don't think either of us have a romance on here. Nope. I may actually. My have honorable one. mention has one that's kind of. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see if it's similar. If it's the same one. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But you know, we don't have that ton of ro- a lot of romances, or I don't really have a ton of animated movies. Okay. You know, you may few, have one yeah. or two. But um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of more classic. But yeah. We try and do a little bit outside of normal genre. They're not all Marvel movies. They're, they definitely are not. Nope. Um, so let's get through our honorable mentions. We have a lot to get through before we start getting to our top ten list. What was the romance movie you were talking about? I can't tell you. Oh, is it in your top ten? Maybe. maybe okay. Not. Um, well, the one I was thinking about is in my honorable mentions. I don't want you to tell me if it's in your top ten okay. or not. It's La La Land. Good Had one. it in my honorable mentions. Yeah. Great. It is our romance movie. It's tart. But yeah. it's, it's just a great story. Mm, so good. Love that movie. Yep. What's one of your honorable mentions? Uh, I'm starting off with the Marvel one, Captain America Civil War. Great pick. Yeah. Uh, it was probably my favorite pick, as we talked about a couple weeks, months ago now. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite Marvel movies. And then thinking about my greatest movies, all th- or my favorite ones of all time, um, that one just stuck out to me. Yeah. You know, even though on the Marvel list I might not have had it number one, I, I don't know. I didn't put my, that one in there, but I did enjoy it. Um, another Marvel movie that's not MCU, Logan. That's on your honorable mention. It is. I wow. just I was reading like looking through lists, and I just I remember how good of a movie that was. Yeah, it was so gritty. It was so dark. The story was great. Hugh Jackman was wonderful, including his role as Wolverine. I'm curious when you did your list initially. Did you just think of the movies that you knew were your favorite first, or did you go to the a list first? Online? I pulled out my top few. Okay, and I, I put them on there, and then yeah. I had to go look and make sure I wasn't missing anything. Yeah, because you can kind of fixate on like five of your favorite ones, and, and you not forget get movies past, that so. you saw ten years ago or yeah. whatever. Okay, so that's fair. Um, second one, 
for honorable mentions, I hope you have this one somewhere on your list. Is the Art of Flight? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a snowboarding documentary, pretty yes. much that we were obsessed with in college. But it's so good and one of the most beautiful shot movies technical, I think of all time. Technical Elements Ten. Oh my god! Yeah, soundtrack's fantastic. Unreal, man. Um. So anyway, I've Art seen of Flight. that movie so many times. Another one of my honorable mentions, um, Memento. Christopher Nolan. Okay. A uh, really interesting story structure where it's kind of told in reverse. Spoiler alert, movie's been out for 20 years, so if you haven't seen it, Go sorry about it. Go watch it, folks. A uh, really interesting movie that kind of blows your mind, even if you know the premise of what's going to happen with it being told in reverse. Nolan just has a great way of telling stories and making them a little bit different than what you would expect. Third of my honorable mentions is Jurassic Park. On mine as well. Okay, yep. yeah. It fantastic movie like it is it, it would be in my maybe my top 10 on on a different day i don't know and a I technical love it. feat like unreal like these huge animatronic dinosaurs like just oh no they cg'd them some of them are some of them are some animatronic. of them are animatronic yes. but the bigger ones are definitely cg are they okay yeah but still I remember watching for 1993 unreal yeah. so good and when you rewatch it you don't pay attention to that fact either you just think this is a part of the story yeah and that's what you want to do how with does it. jurassic world hold up to jurassic park for you it doesn't okay I liked it. Enjoyment scale, it's a nine, I think. Nine for Jurassic Maybe an World. Eight. It's a very Taco Bell type movie. Like, not a <laughs> lot of like. One of my the YouTubers I watch calls those movies Taco Bell movies, yeah. where it's just like it's garbage, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, I give it. I give it a seven. But Jurassic Park is is, is great. Fantastic. Um, another one of my honorable mentions, uh, Fight Club. You may have Ooh. yours in your top 10, or maybe, I don't know. Um, I, I can't even remember, but it, I've seen Fight Club on once, but it is a great story. It's it's such a cool little twist in the end with Tyler Durden. Um, Edward Norton and Brad Pitt are wonderful. Yeah. Kind of love the movie. It's great. Um, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2. I don't have any Harry Potter on here, but I, I love them. I mean, that, that one was just the pinnacle of, what is it, eight movies that are just fantastic. Yeah. I love it so much. Um we watch them every year now, <coughs> around Christmas time. Sarah and I really? do. Yeah, it's kind of our new tradition. So anyway, great we'll Harry join. Potter. Um, another one of mine. I'm gonna put two animated ones together: uh, Monsters Incorporated, yeah. Pixar movie, and then the Lego Movie. I, I almost put Lego Movie into the top ten. Honestly, it, it probably could squeeze into the top ten for me because it's such a. I don't know. I, I just love it so much. Yeah. Weirdly enough, um, but Monsters Incorporated, my second favorite Pixar movie. So spoiler alert. There's a Pixar movie in the top ten for me. Uh, another one of mine that I really struggled with to not put in the top ten, but I didn't have space for it, was Arrival. Oh, yeah, with Jeremy Renner um, and um, Amy Adams. Yes. Yeah, I absolutely love that movie. On rewatchability, I could watch the movie again and again. I've only seen it once, but and it was so cool. Technically speaking, it is beautiful. The story is fantastic. The characters are where it kind of... Yeah. I think it lacks a little bit. You know, they're a little just kind of And meh. technically and just like it's a it's a super smart movie. Yeah. You know, it's like it's very well done based on a book. So, anyway, that's a perfect honorable mention for me, but I, I love it. I think I've got two more honorable mentions okay. left. Okay. Me too. Um Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, it's one that a lot of people don't it's very underrated. Yeah. It's one of those movies that you watch and you want to go take on the world. We had a phrase my friends, it was Oh man, love like Jesus, live like Walter, and party like a Gatsby. That was like I don't know. We just kind of like went by that. That's the corniest thing I've ever heard. It was heard. so stupid, but just Walter <laughs> made it. It was such a great movie. Ben Stiller did great in it. Oh, uh, you should boy. definitely go check it out. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I actually have three more. I'm gonna speed through these though. Children of Men. Okay. Uh, we no, talked about this one earlier. You need to watch it. That may be one of the first ones we're talking through together that I haven't seen. Yeah. We're pretty similar. Like We've seen these together. Oh, my gosh. Technical elements, some of the best warners in that movie. But it's just the story's really good, great character. I would recommend that you need to watch it. Okay. Oh, my, my yeah. turn. I thought you were <laughs> going to speed through them. I'll finish with the last um, one. Alien. I had that on my honorable mentions. Just, just a really great horror suspense movie. Sigourney Weaver being stuck in space. I love the xenomorph. I think it's honorable mentions. Definitely not top ten worthy for me, though. I'd agree with that. I, I don't have it on here, but yeah. Um, X-Men Days of Future Past. Okay. Oh, ooh, ooh, curveball. <laughs> yeah. We both got an X-Men movie in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love that movie. Did we yeah. watch that we one watched together? We watched it together in Utah. Oh, that was so good. Um, did you have one more? I, I'm, I'm out of my honorable okay. mentions. Then my last one is The Incredibles. I, I do have an okay. animated one. Okay, great one. Uh, just my favorite of all those running ones. Actually, I did delete one. one honorable mention. I'll add it in there since you had another one. Eight Mile. <laughs> no, you no have eight mile in eight there. Mile. Yep. Ah, uh, whatever. Let's move on to our actual okay. top ten. Now we'll actually take time to break down the movies. A yes, little bit. we sped through those to get to where we're at. So you want to start off with your number ten? 
Yeah, I would love to. Okay. Oh, love this I'm, movie. I, I can't love wait to hear your movie. list. Okay. I know because we we've been very intentional about not saying what not a what single these thing. Are. So we were actually in the office earlier, and you were telling Abby and Brittany your favorite movie, and I walked away. I told you to close your ears. Yeah, I did not want to hear what it was. Yep. I'm not going to be surprised when I hear it because you probably said it a I hope they don't times. think I was lying because I think I changed it from what I actually told them as I was doing the list. Perfect. So, Abby, Brittany, I was not lying to you. I'm so sorry. Perfect. Um, number 10 for me on my top 10 of all time. I can wholeheartedly say this movie deserves to be in a top 10 list pretty much everywhere as far as at least movies made in the last 30 years. I'll get to it. Mad Max Fury Road. Got it. Okay. Technically speaking, one of the most beautiful movies that – I think has ever been put to film. Man, I never saw it. What is your problem? I know. What is your problem? I did take a chance on it when I first watched it. I'll say that. Because I watched it in theaters, and I think my brother and I went and watched it. Okay. And we took a little bit of a chance on it, because if you ever watched the Mad Max movies from the 80s with Mel Gibson, where he was really breaking mm-hmm. out, weird. Weird movies. Weird. But this new one's interesting. still pretty weird, right? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely weird. Like, if you just hop into the movie in the middle of it, none of it's going to make sense. There's very little dialogue. A lot of it's visually driven. But it is one of the best movies. Obviously, one of my favorite movies, but one of the best movies. Um, I wasn't expecting that on yours, honestly. Yeah, Mad Max Fury Road, it had a really big impact on me. Just It it has a great story behind it, great characters, technically speaking, beautiful. Um, I don't remember much of the soundtrack, but I'm sure it was there. And then Tom Hardy, who yeah, yeah. features in about mm, two-thirds of my top ten. Okay, okay, interesting. <laughs> Just kidding. But half of it, yes. Okay. I need to check it out. I've yeah, you need to Yeah. You need to get the uh that's worth the Blu-ray, like four K, whatever you gotta do to yeah. get the top quality because it was an IMAX one and it was okay. oh, gorgeous. Yeah. All right. My number ten, I actually have a tie here and you'll see why. Okay. Um it's Remember the Titans and Sandlot. I feel that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's two sports movies, completely different in, you know, heart and genre, but they're both very instrumental in my childhood. Remember the Titans is just such a great comeback story, great such a great unity movie. Um Denzel Washington was wonderful in it. You can't help but love the football players in it. Um s- such a great movie. I love Remember the Titans. And then Sandlot has so much heart as well. Such a great comedy movie, just a coming of age movie. A comedy, like it's just everything into one. I love, I love Sandlot. Love Remember the Titans. Between those two, which one do you like better? I remember the Titans. Okay. And I'm gonna go back and change my answer to the question of the day to Herman Boone as okay, the most yes. <laughs> inspirational person who was the coach and uh, so remember good, the Titans. man. I, just the way he brought that team together. Oh my so gosh. So cool. It's fantastic. Sunshine. I, I love Sunshine. it. Sunshine. Um, so yeah. what's your number nine? Number nine for me is, you already mentioned it, La La Land. Okay. Oh. Was that the romance movie? Yeah, that was okay. not my kind of romance one. Um, soundtrack to that movie, the original soundtrack is <laughs> beautiful. I still listen to it all the time. I do too. Man, like yeah. the, the Mia's theme. Yeah. Especially the Mia's theme. So beautiful, man! Like you know what's interesting about this movie? We want—I watched it three times in theaters, just okay. not because like I want to go back and watch it, but because different circumstances. By the third time after watching that movie, I still couldn't tell you the main characters' names. Weird. I don't know if you remember that, but after watching or listening to the soundtrack so many times and seeing Seb and Mia, yeah, that's why I, you know. it finally clicked. But it was one of those movies where it, you didn't even have to know their names. But the you story just was fell there. In love with them, yeah. And you fell in love with them. You fell in love with their love story. Yeah. And it was like, you know, a love letter to Hollywood and, and, and L.A. Oh. I've said it on the podcast before. The first time Elizabeth and I saw the movie, we were, we walked away kind of like not not loving it. Because of the end? Because of the end, I yeah. think. It leaves that bad taste in your mouth. But the more you watch it, the more you listen to the soundtrack, the more you just fall in love with that movie. Um, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, great chemistry. Gr- just wonderful movie. Speaking of another Damien Chazelle movie, I'm going to combine it with Whiplash. Okay. Um same thing, soundtrack's great and all, yeah. but this is much more story and character driven. Okay. And um Oh gosh, the end of that movie too just has I haven't you. seen it. Oh, it's so good. Go back to La La Land City of Stars, man. Like mm. just all those songs. I know like the music makes that movie, but at the same time the story, like you remember yeah. the story just as much as you remember Even the music. Even the first the the Another Day in the Sun or whatever it's called. Yeah, the, the first, intro. When they're on like the highway in LA and it's mm-hmm. just like traffic jam, but the, the, the musical number and the dance number. Was and it, it has nothing to do with the characters until no, the until very end. They honk. I think it's, was it Ryan Gosling who honks? And then he gets flicked off by Mia. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Yep. Yep. All it's right. so cool in that. My number nine. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? 
Oh, good pick. Good pick, good right? Pick, good pick. I haven't seen it in a few years, and uh, my father-in-law always loved this movie, and I never gave it a shot until I watched it on Netflix with Elizabeth. And it's such a great movie, man. It's so funny. Um, I don't know. I've watched it two or three times. Watched it with my father-in-law once, just us two, and we were dying laughing the whole time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Loved everything about it. I actually got some Dapper Dan hair gel not too long ago, um, just in honor of. You are a Dapper Dan. I it makes you sense, could pull right? it off. Yeah, it, the hair. What, why am I a Dapper Dan right now? Tower's not a Dapper Dan because he has a mustache. You uh, go check it out on the Instagram right now because we'll have our Polaroid up. But it's I'm not like a normal mustache either. It goes down into your beard. So, like, it, it, it goes down. It yeah. kind of has the handlebars. I have, like, a little bit of 5 o'clock shadow, a little bit stronger. you got about a 9 o'clock shadow right Plus now. Plus, like, a pretty thick mustache right it, now. It's brutal. Elizabeth hates it. I, I can't look at him. But I'm, I'm a Dapper Dan man. Uh, yeah. Over the world out there, though, another banger soundtrack. It is, man. Man of Constant Sorrows. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Um, and George Clooney does a wonderful job in the lead in that movie. And... Well, that's the Cohen brothers, and they yeah. have a lot of just so that's No Country for Old Men, that's mm-hmm. Fargo. Yeah. Um, and the story is essentially Jason and the Argonauts. The brother where are though? I don't know if you ever heard that. I thought it was uh, um, we're telling like the Odyssey. Odyssey. Is that not Jason and the Argonauts? I don't know. I'm not up to date with my Greek mythology. I thought it was pretty much the same thing. It's, it's Odyssey. I, I don't I don't know what year it is, but it's it's a it's based off Odyssey. Jason the Argonauts is before the Odyssey or after or they're okay. all the same thing. I really don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so it's like cool, it's a whole Greek mythology story. Yeah. You know, in one in a modern not modern, but yeah. old school. And so. just some of the one liners in that movie, love them. Yeah. Dialogue is really quick. Really quick. What's your number eight? Eight. <laughs> number eight for me. I don't think it's gonna be anywhere near your top ten. Okay. Blade Runner. Nope. Haven't yeah. seen it. We talked about this last week. Oh gosh. Uh, this yeah. is a Harrison Ford original. Harrison Ford original in the eighties. You have to watch the I think extended director's cut. Okay. Um, Will and I were talking about this in the meeting because he he actually quoted the movie. Anyway, inside joke. Okay. But um, oh, that's when you, is that when we were talking about it during the, mo- the that meeting? Tuesday? We were just briefly because he mentioned the tears in the rain okay. uh, quote from that movie at okay. the very end. Um, so yeah, it when you. If you know nothing about the story, that's fine. You know, go into the movie, just watch it without really any expectation, and yeah. watch it all the way through. Um, it's a very, once again, little dialogue. It's all about the environment and a little bit of the story of, of who the characters are yeah. and all about Deckard, the, uh, who's Harrison Ford. So, technically speaking, it's beautiful. Soundtrack is really funky. Um, story, yeah, all that. So, yeah. I like um, it. Have you seen 2049? I have. Yeah. Did you like it? Not as much. People say it's like the greatest sequel of all time. I don't know. I had to watch Blade Runner a few times to really kind of start grasping it. Um, so maybe I need to go back and watch 2049. But uh, I, I've got to be honest. I watched it at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I was so tired because it was a long trip and we were trying to go see it before we left. Okay. So I don't think I got the best taste in my mouth. I tried it. to watch it on the plane going to Kenya on Kenyan Airlines. I think the screen was in 240p. I was exhausted. I felt like crap. So I watched like an hour of it. And I was like, I can't do this. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It did not look beautiful on that Kenyan Airlines screen. Doubt it. Number eight for you. Number eight for me. I think it's going to be a little bit higher on your list. Um, Interstellar. Okay. Um, I don't. It just kind of came in a little bit lower. Uh, it's a wonderful movie. One of those movies that actually absolutely blows your mind the first time you've seen it. I've only seen Interstellar one time because Elizabeth just refuses to watch it. It just. It, she knows it'll stress her out. She hates that type of suspense and space. So we haven't watched it again. Okay, when was the last time you did watch it? I watched it when it, the, the year it came out. So It was in December of 2011, I believe. No, no, no. We were in college. No, not 2011. Um, 20, 2013 13 or 2014. I think 2013, 2014. So, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. So I'm really curious if you would go back and watch it as a father. Okay. Because the movie is literally all wow. about fatherhood and, and like and children and her growing up like yeah so th- there's a there's a little piece of trivia from that movie that Hans Zimmer the person who did the yeah. score uh, interstellar score is fantastic um the only thing that Christopher Nolan told him going in to make that score was uh the story is about a father and his child okay and something like a paragraph about fatherhood and yeah. and children that was it. and that's all he gave Hans Zimmer to make it okay and then they worked after the initial stuff and made the soundtrack but interesting anyway it is all about fatherhood so man that would be weird to go back and watch it again after having a son I don't know if it make a you know like a uh, profound impact there'd be a on little you. bit of a, of a difference like 
if you're really putting you yourself in their shoes. You don't get to see your shoes. child grow up because of yeah. this crazy like time warp, time and vortex. It, it's also like obviously it's a it's a larger narrative for a smaller idea of like <laughs> are you called to do something that would cause you to sacrifice something exactly. super important to you but has the greater good. Yeah. You know, like people in politics may feel that way. Like they have to sacrifice their family and everything and their privacy. Yeah. To maybe make a greater difference in the world. So. Exactly. Great. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. I'm expecting Interstellar to be higher up on your list for sure. Oh, it's not there. Really? No, of course it's there. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? It was twenty fourteen, by the way. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh number seven for me, and this one may be higher up for you, is Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Okay. I could put the whole trilogy here. Exactly. Uh Return of the King is just the pinnacle. It of just that. has the most stuff in it. Uh yeah, the most oh my gosh, that movie's long. But it's a movie like we talked about in times before where you watch it and you're just kinda in it and yeah. you're there and you've got to finish it. Now once they kind of finish it, it still takes forty five minutes to that, end. That's the thing. We watched it uh, spoiler alert for Watch a Bingen. We watched it this past week and they finish they finished Minas Tirith battle with an hour and fifteen minutes left in the movie. Is it that long? <laughs> even maybe even more because then they have to go oh and my gosh. destroy the ring. The battle for Middle Earth in front of the Black Gate, Sauron's destroyed. They have to come back with mm-hmm. the eagles, and then they have to go send off Frodo and Bilbo to Valoyan, Vol- whatever I, it's I called. I don't even know the living, yeah. the land of like the undead or whatever. Um, so it, it, it feels like it's never going to end. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll talk more about it in mine because it is higher up on my list. Okay, um, love but that movie. Yeah, number seven for me. It, it's we'll wait till you get to it, but fantastic. Yeah, we'll kind of talk through some Lord of the Rings stuff then. My number seven. You mentioned it in your honorable mentions. Art of Flight. Okay, you got it really high. Wow. I didn't think about it till you mentioned it earlier mm-hmm. before we were we recorded, and I just couldn't help but think of the impact that movie had on my life. <laughs> like legitimately, yeah. I watched that movie so many times. It made us just want to go, go do it. Like go do the. Sc- Stupidest, craziest stuff. We, we actually tried to shoot a few snowboarding documentaries around my <laughs> house. Just in, I, we, we, we were gotta so find in love that with footage this somewhere. We oh, gotta I, find I found it on my Tom Hop a few days ago. That's pretty well done. I was about to say it probably looked good, but the story was lacking. The, the title was "Walking in a Dream." <laughs> oh gosh, better than Sparrow. Which M eighty three song did we have to that title? <laughs> Outro, I think. <laughs> Legit, there was an M83 song going on. Oh, of course it. there was. Yeah. Okay, anyway. But Art of Flight, man, it's it's so good. There, there is a story in it, which is cool because it's all about them going and like going to the craziest places and snowboarding. Yeah. Going to Patagonia. Going yeah, it's not like, all right, we're going to be in Park City and we're just going to shred for an hour and a half. And then it's just a montage There's of it. There's a story. There's a Travis Rice and like his passion for the sport. And just, man, cinematography is, it really is second to none. This was like before drones really got into It was all helicopter shots. And it was all helicopter shots. I mean, Red Bull sponsored that entire movie. Exactly. So, so was, they had the, the capital to do it. Yeah. But all helicopter shots in the middle of nowhere, Alaska, with these massive, beautiful reds and Did all you sorts of stuff. Just remember, like, how crazy it was to do that one line in Patagonia. Like, there's just that one sliver of snow. Yeah. And travel, it's not even a good line. Like, oh, it's, it's not terrible. even a good like, but just the fact that they went and did it, and and then they had to unbuckle to get past that one spot of just rock, mm-hmm. and then get on boards again, and then go. Yeah, that was crazy. I loved it. Go ch- if you movie. love snowboarding, guys, go check this out. Maybe check it out around Thanksgiving as the season's really starting. Yeah. Um, have you watched the second one? What's it called again? I can't remember. The fourth phase. I have not watched. We it. We need to watch that together. We should watch it. We should watch it before we go snowboarding. Which it. will be this winter because I've got to go snowboarding before we have a baby come. <laughs> amen. Sarah, if you're listening to this, please. Elizabeth, um, amen. Anyway. Number six, Cody. Number six for me. I know this isn't going to be on yours either. I don't okay. think it will. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Nope. Hot take. Never watched it. Never watched it. And also, a fun fact before you get into it, it's the top rated movie of all time on IMDb. It is. Yes. And I, I wasn't even looking at that list when I thought about it. That movie... Oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, Morgan Freeman, right? Yeah, yeah. Morgan Freeman, and then no one even remembers the main person, uh, Tim Robbins. Okay. Um, but it was a, actually originally, of course, a Stephen King novella. Okay. Um, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every good story in the past thirty years has been a Stephen King book before. Um, just kidding on that. But Shawshank Redemption, it's great. It's not necessarily the most beautiful, but the story is okay. awesome. Um, and the characters are always, you know, kind of interesting, but the theme of it overall yeah. 
is so good. Just about hope in general. Okay. And although it's using a prison break to make that happen, you just have to watch it if you've never seen it. <coughs> Tyler Grant. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> yep, number six for me. Okay, my number six. I don't know if you're going to have it on your list or if it's higher or what. In Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Um, it's maybe not on my list, by the it's way. It's not? Mm-mm. Okay, not even an honorable mention. No, I, I just kind of summed up all my Marvel ones in Civil War. Okay. And left it as is. I, put, I had to put it on there. Mm-hmm. So we've talked so much about the MCU. We've talked about so much about Infinity War and why we love it. I still think it's the greatest MCU movie, better than Endgame. And just, I don't know, just telling the story of Thanos, bringing all our heroes together, and then watching them lose. It's such a great movie. That's all I'm going to say on it. Y'all know our thoughts on it. Infinity War. Go check out 14 other of our other episodes. Subverted expectations. And oh, we got to bring in that. We got to bring in that word. What else? What else can we say that we always say <laughs> by any means? <laughs> yeah. Do you say that? That's though? you. I say by any yeah. means. Yeah. I thought that was you who said that. I, I don't. Well, know. by any means. What is mine? <laughs> that doesn't even Go make more sense. in depthly. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I say that a lot too. Please uh, tweet us, Facebook, Instagram us of the things we say on this podcast that we don't even. I'd love to hear it because I just don't realize. I, what I don't say. even think about it. All right, so we're getting to our top five. Yep. This is where we're going to break down our rewatchability, enjoyment, story structure, and technical elements of each film. Yep. Number yep. five, Cody. Want me to start? <sighs> this is big. Okay. I don't know if this is on your list. Shutter Island is my number five. Great choice. It's not on mine, but it's a great movie. Rewatchability for me is a seven. Okay, I, that's a good choice with that one. I've only I, watched it once. So. I have high rewatchabilities for all movies on this list because it's, they're movies I've watched again and again and again. Yeah. This is one of those where I need to watch it one time and then i got to let it sit for a while because the twist in it, if you haven't seen it, I won't, I won't spoil it because it's worth watching. It is worth going in there with fresh eyes. Yeah, um, but this is Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, what is the director's name? How do I always forget this guy's name? He is the director. Keep talking. Anyway. Rewatchability is seven. I enjoy the movie, but it isn't all that, you know. The director is Martin Scorsese. Thank you. So I enjoy the movie, but it isn't all that high because it's kind of hard a movie to just sit there and enjoy. You got to really think. You got to follow yeah. it. So I give it like a six. Um, but Stories of Ten, it's it's so good, especially at the end. This movie actually has, along with Goodwill Hunting, um, my favorite last line in any movie. What is it? I'll have to look it up to give you the exact wording, <laughs> but I know that it's my favorite last line. I always forget exactly how he says it. I'm going to look it up to make sure I don't butcher it. Um, but it's a, it's a, the it's last a, line, the whole movie. story um, is so good. So it's it's Mark Ruffalo and it's Leonardo DiCaprio talking at the very end. And the whole story is that he's kind of insane and that they're trying to get him to see like reality, right? Yeah. So um, Mark Ruffalo is his doctor. I'm trying to find the quote, but it, it's not showing anywhere. Oh, no. Yeah. So and then they think they've made a breakthrough with him. And then he just kind of goes back and acts like he's insane pretty much. So anyway, it, it's a little ambiguous. And Mark Ruffalo says to him, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then Leonardo DiCaprio says, which is worse to live as a monster or to die as a good man. And then he goes to get a frontal lobotomy. Mm. I butchered that. Go watch it. Close enough. Awesome. My number. F- oh, you got to go through your re- the rest of it. Enjoyment. Oh, the only thing I said was technical. Yeah, uh, I, I said was technical. rewatchability. No, I said rewatchability, enjoyment, and then stories of ten, and then technical I is like a seven or eight. It's okay. okay. Yeah, okay. love it. My number five is Lion King. I was wondering where I was going to squeeze it in there, but it is just good pick. I love the Lion King. Not not the new remake. Remake's decent. Uh, it's good enough. But this is the OG Lion King. Um, nineteen. 95. We always mess that up. We always mess up those (laughs) dates in the 90s. Lion King, such a wonderful movie. Rewatchability, I have it at a 9. You can always go through. It's a a hour and 25 minutes. Really easy to watch. Can sing along with all the songs. I'll watch it so many times when Judah's growing up. I'm so ready for that. Enjoyment, I put it on an 8. I enjoy it a whole lot, but I don't know. I can... I just put it at eight. Nothing too crazy <laughs> within that. Story structure, it's an eight. It's a great story, but it's nothing groundbreaking. Technical elements, I put it at an eight. Probably when it came out, it was closer to a ten. Really? But, but I think now, I'll I'll just leave it at an eight. Um, good animation. Um, not the greatest. So I'm going to keep it at an eight in there. So Lion King coming in at number five for me. One of the greatest animated movies of all time. Agreed. Agreed. That's yeah. really good. Uh, you get any animated or... Movies on your list? I told you uh, the only one I had was Incredibles. Um, Incredibles. Okay. Yeah. I, and I like animated movies, but for some reason they don't stand out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's different. 
different reasons. So you may hate me on this. So number four. <laughs> oh no. On my list. Oh no. <laughs> I have combined a few. Okay. Uh, I've combined Dark Knight, Interstellar, Inception, and The Prestige. Oh, <laughs> Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Literally Christopher Nolan. Okay. Yeah. And I could have put... Is that how you're cheating? Is That, that is exactly okay. how I'm cheating. I could have put all of these at number one, two, three, and four. Okay. Because I just love Christopher Nolan. Say them one more time. Okay. Uh, Dark Knight um, came out in 08. Interstellar, which we said 2014. Inception came out in 2000. I don't know why I'm giving the dates, but whatever. 2008 2006 was Inception. or something Eight. like that. 2008. I'm gonna bet you on. I'll that. bet you five dollars. Really? Because I know Dark Knight came out in 2008. 2010. Oh, called it. We're it, both wrong. So we were both wrong. So uh, Interstellar, Inception, and The Prestige. And out of that pick, I still gotta say Inception's the best. Okay. Of all of those. I forgot to put Inception on my list. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just incepted it into your brain. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Inception is probably the best out of that list, and then The Prestige is actually the second best on that list. Okay. Have you ever watched The Prestige? I've seen half of it a long time ago. I'm so disappointed in you every time we record and we talk about movies. I know. Oops. Like, we need to take a pause and just watch movies every Thursday afternoon. Let's do that. So, anyway, The Prestige, Dark Knight, Interstellar, all those just kind of run together. They're all great. I could rewatch them all, all the time. I enjoy them quite a bit. Now, I will say this is where, with Christopher Nolan movies, you're not there to just sit back and enjoy it. You're there to sit there and to think and to yes. evaluate your life. Yes. So, <laughs> like, you've got to do that. I think The Dark Knight actually does that better where you enjoy it and you also have to really consider the yes. moral imperatives of everything. Yeah. Um, story, all of them are 10s. I don't care what you say. And then technical, the majority of them are 10s. Um, Interstellar, far and above the most 10 of all those. And uh, technical elements? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'd agree with that one. Just wholeheartedly. So I'll quit harping on Christopher Nolan for this week. Uh, no, you won't, because my number three is The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> three? I thought we were on four. Shoot. <laughs> Crap. Um, so <laughs> I forgot what you said. What was number four? <laughs> Good job, Tyler. My number five. <laughs> dang it. Um, let's talk about That's just my number three is The Dark Knight. Um, I'm going to give you the re- Nope, I'm just going to Toy Story 2. I've messed everything up. So, Sorry, wait, guys. Toy Story was your number five? <laughs> and then Toy Story 2 is your number four? No, no, no. Okay. Lion King is number five. Oh, that's right. <laughs> My number four is Toy Story 2. <laughs> okay. All right. We're back on track. Toy Story Man, 2. Got it. I struggled a little bit. Sorry, guys, about that. Um, it's the greatest Pixar movie of all time, in my opinion. I could have put Toy Story. I could have put Monsters Incorporated up on this list. could have put Incredibles up there. But I decided to go with Toy Story 2 um, for so many reasons. I put rewatchability at a nine. I put enjoyment at another nine. Um, very enjoyable movie. F- so fun and so easy to watch. Story structure. I put a. I actually put a nine. It's um, it goes out of the out of the mold a little bit in the terms of animated movie storytelling and the technical elements. I put a nine just because it was Pixar animation is so groundbreaking in so many ways. And you can't help but love the animation and the technical elements of the Toy Story franchise and the soundtrack and just every single bit of it. It's just so beautiful. So wonderful. Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. So. I can get on board with that. I wonder what your number three is, though. Mm. I'm really curious. We'll never know. So, Cody, what's your number three? Um, my number three, you know, i got to be honest. When we're doing this list, I feel really guilty because mine are so serious. Yeah. So, forget this. I'm going to go back and do one honorable mention, Caddyshack. It's a great choice. Movie. Great choice. Love it. We're back to number three. Number three for me is what you already mentioned, Fight Club. Okay. You had it high. I did have it high. That movie, oh my gosh. <coughs> it's so good, number one. Um, the story is a 10. Let's just get that out of the way. The story is a 10. Okay. Um, and then it also just kind of, it makes you really think about, uh, what is it, like the status quo, really. Yeah. You know, that, that I don't know. I watched it in college, and it's like a perfect guy college movie where yeah. you're just questioning a lot of stuff, I guess, and it, it, it does that really well and rides that line. Of the like, first time you watched it was... In college, yeah. We watched it together, right? At Peerless? No, I watched, watched it before, before then. then. Okay. I think me and Blake just like locked the door one day Got and was it. like, we're watching Fight Club. I watched it for the first time at Peerless with you and Chad. Oh, okay. But yeah, really makes you question things, um, so the story's great. Rewatchability, I'm putting it at a nine, even though it has a major twist in it. Okay. Um, it always it once, just so I I don't know what the rewatchability is like within it. Yeah, the it's just a good movie to rewatch because all the main elements still hit without that. Yeah, 
you know, twist at the end. The For twist sure. just adds onto it. Uh, enjoyment's an eight. Once again, it's hard to enjoy some of these movies when they're. This movie's like so anarchy at one point, yeah, so yeah, you're like, sure. oh. um, technical. I'm gonna give it a ten. Okay. Because wow, for the time, some of the stuff that they did with the camera movement is great, and this is a David Fincher film. Okay. I didn't have him anywhere else in my list, although the Social Network or Gone Girl could be up here. Never saw either of those. You at least need to see the That's Social Network. That's my new phrase. I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, David Fincher. Anytime he does a movie. Oh my gosh! So he did seven as well. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. good movies for him. Um, so technical ten. Fight Club number three. Also one of the best last lines in movie history. It says, "You met me at a very strange time in my life as the buildings crumble." Mm. So good. Fade away. Go. Line number three. Never guess what it is, Scotty. What do you think it is? Toy Story three. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. <laughs> um, we won't. I won't harp on it too much. But I mean, Heath Ledger giving one of the greatest performances of all time as the Joker. Um, everybody knows it goes down in history. Um, rewatchability, I gave it a nine. Enjoyment, I gave it an eight. Story structure, I agree with you. It's a ten. Technical elements, I'll give it a nine. Just, just a wonderful movie. Just a, such a departure from typical superhero movies. Christopher Nolan just is wonderful. That whole trilogy is wonderful. It's so good. But Dark Knight is uh, the one that shines brightest. I'm kind of curious with this since we already talked about it. Um, what is your favorite like scene in the movie? That's, that's a tough question. It is. I think it's well known that most everybody who's listening right now has seen the movie. The at one least that once, I think so. of the most right now, yeah, is the Joker leaving the hospital. Joker, le- oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah, and like, apparently, didn't the like the diffuser actually stop working for a second? Yeah. So they were supposed to have it timed up, or or, or to where when he walked out and he hit the button, yeah, it, would, it was off. actually going to go off right then, and they were going to pull away. Yeah, but. Heath Ledger just stayed in character. The camera stayed where it was, yeah. and everybody just kind of waited for the thing to actually happen. And his yeah. reaction was pure. Yeah, so yeah, th- that was just staying in character. That's what Heath Ledger did so good about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so many scenes like I can't I can't remember technicality of each one, but that's one that just I think of immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, him walking out in that nurse outfit just from the hospital. Oh my gosh! What, yeah. what would yours be? Uh, two of them are really stand out. The one where he confronts the mob bosses and does the pencil trick. I was, I was saying a pencil trick. Um, just that one is really, really good. And really, I don't know, uh, does a spotlight on his acting. Actually, the last scene in that entire movie where it goes to the fade out, um, where Batman kind of just, I, I know this is, is it, cheesy. Is that when the Joker's still like hanging on the, like from the thing? No, they're both on the ground at that point. Okay. No, yeah, because this is later on in the movie after he saves Gordon's son. Okay. And then they blame him for everything. Yeah. And where he says, I'll, I'll be what you need, not what you, you know. Yeah. Or he's, that's what Gordon says. He's not what we need, what we deserve, something like that. But, um, yeah, another great ending in a movie. I also remember, this isn't like iconic, but whenever uh, the Batmo bike goes up the <laughs> wall and like turns around and does that weird little shuffle thing. Yeah. That's just I remember that. <laughs> That's funny that you remember that though. Like this is an action movie with superheroes where you don't remember the action set pieces as much as you do. Exactly, and that's why it's such a good movie. Yeah, because it's so narrative based. I'll say the worst part of that about, about that movie blah, 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 about that movie is probably the fight scenes. Yeah, like they are not that good. I remember them a lot. Also, that bank robbery scene at the beginning. I was one of the best. Yes. Okay. All right, we'll stop. We'll stop. We'll stop. Number two, Cody. This is where it gets down to the tough stuff. I know what one of them is. I already know what one of yours is yeah. too, but. You should know both of mine if you do process of elimination. I think I do, but I, I, I'm okay. going to wait just because. Okay. Just so number two for me is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, we have the same number one. We, we have, have to. Well, yeah, we okay. do. <laughs> Probably. But Raiders of the Lost Ark. And this was a tough one for me not to put it at number one. Okay. Everywhere or every time someone's asked me, what's your favorite movie? I'll just say Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Because it's the prototypical, like, perfect story-structured movie yeah when people are in film school and they look at like how to make a movie they say look at raiders of the lost ark okay which one like what are some of the iconic scenes in raiders of the lost ark yeah indiana jones taking the band of uh, the uh, bag of sand right okay um to uh flip it onto the thing yes the fight or not the fight but at the very end where they open the um the ark of the covenant okay um that one is very iconic just any of the scenes like the chase scenes kind of always get pulled out of that one too um, Indy in the classroom. I remember just a lot of it. Uh, this is like in the middle of Nazi Germany too, I think. Yeah, it is. And um, or the beginnings of Nazi Germany and 
Yeah, so there's a lot in that movie. It is an iconic movie across the board. Um, so I'll go through my categories real quick. Okay. Rewatchability, I'm going to put it at a 9. Okay. Um, enjoyment, a 10. 100%. This is a movie you sit yeah. down, you enjoy it. The music even. It's yeah. not. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So. Yeah. So good. Story, I'm going to give it an 8 because sometimes, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then technical is a 9. Okay. There's a shot in this movie where... It, it's Spielberg. Yeah, for um, sure. So he loves a Warner. Yeah. If you know what that is. And there's a shot in this movie that's like four and a half minutes long. Really? With no cuts? No cuts, but you would never know it when you watch it. Wow. Because that's how good it is. That's so crazy. Oh, my god. It takes so much planning. It does take so much planning, perfect lighting, yeah. and then actors having to hit their marks, too. Yeah. Um, and it's not as like just timing and their words. Yeah. So it's the one where Andy's getting ready to go, and he's yeah. talking to the museum guy, and he's packing his bag. Okay. And believe it or not, that shot where he comes in the door runs like four and a half minutes That's or crazy. something like that. And uh, it's great. So I love this movie so much. Um, but what's your number two? Speaking of wonders, my number two is Burton. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, no. Fun fact about Indiana Jones, Cody had a dog in college named Indiana Bones. I sure did. And we had a trilogy of movies for him, the Raiders of the Lost Bark. <laughs> Forgot about that. What were, the, what were the other Indiana Jones movies? I, th- I thought we uh, actually Sir? took the original trilogy and made them we d- into. We did. Quest for the Holy Pale. Is that, is that, that was one of them. Um, and then the. Um, Kennel of Doom. Yes. <laughs> I was like, we didn't make a wordplay on Doom. It was on the temple. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Kennel uh, of Chad Doom. did all that. Okay. So my number two, we talked about it already Return of the King. Oh, yeah. Yes. I forgot. I'm sorry. And I think it would have been lower on my list if it wasn't for watching it again this week. Because watching it and just remembering how this movie made me feel as a kid and it was so impressive elizabeth would be like what's that guy's name i'm like oh it's formir what's that spider's name oh it's shelob what's this place called oh we're in we're in rohan we're at minas tirith and it's i haven't seen this movie in 10 years maybe five but these things are just so ingrained in my brain it was such an iconic movie for me everything about it is almost perfect i gave a rewatchability of 10 i could watch that movie every day legitimately i love it so much Number, uh, enjoyment, I don't know why I gave it a 9. I would say it's a 10 as well. Maybe a 9 just because there are a few dull parts. I'd put it at a 9. You, there yeah. are a few parts you have to kind of get through. Mm-hmm. But f- for the most part, uh, 9 or 10. Story structure, 10. 10. Of course. <laughs> 10. It's <laughs> 10. And then technical elements, I put a 10. Just, oh man, the practical effects in that movie, just the orcs and the Urukai are terrifying. Just Gollum is so well done. Mocap mm-hmm. yeah. coming out with Andy Serkis. Man, ugh. So good. So you watched them when they came out, right? Cody, I watched Return of the King three times in theaters. <laughs> as a, I wanted to come out to this I was like, how old were you? You were I was 10. 10. Yeah. That's <laughs> I had the Game Boy Advance game, and I would link it with one of my friends. Oh, and my gosh. Dude, Lord of the Rings. I forgot how much I love it. See, I hate that I miss kind of when those came out. Yeah. You know? Because I, I didn't watch them in the theaters, and uh, they probably would have had more of a profound impact. Same Fellowship with Harry Potter. Two Towers, both could be up there with me, but, um, man, so good. All right, number one. Hold on, hold on. Oh. We're going to say it together. <laughs> yes, okay. All right, three, two, one. Transformers Age of Extinction. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go with that one. I knew yeah, you were going to go I didn't think we would say that. All right, so we thing. are going to say that number one, three, two, one. Star Empire Wars. Strikes Back. <laughs> See, we said it. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say episode five, but Empire Strikes Back is the greatest movie of all time. Yes. <laughs> I mean, all right, in a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. It's just. I, I put down in here, like, I thought about it because this was the first one where I did my categories of rewatch, enjoy, story, technical. I was like, all right, rewatchability, 10. 10. Enjoyment, 10. 10. <laughs> story, 10. 10. Technical, Ten. ten. I'd I, same. <laughs> yeah. I'd ten on everything. Like, and that was an honest assessment of, I love this movie. Yeah. It has great rewatchability. The story is perfect. Yeah. The the twist, like yeah. that is the twist the of all twists. The greatest cinematic twist in history. And the technical elements are insane for, for what they did. Like, unre- it still holds up till today. Yeah. Yeah. The the greatest characters ever developed in stories, even like the the, the the secondary characters, Boba Fett, has become a cult classic. Vader and Luke, I mean, they were established in episode four, but still some of the greatest. Lando Calrissian coming in in episode five, wonderful. Han and Leia, their dynamic and what's going on with them. There's everything that you can think about that movie is a perfect movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, 
Oh my gosh, it's just so good. I, I absolutely love it. Um, God, what, I can't. I don't I know. know. I just what, can't add anything else. Where to would it. you put a New Hope in this list? If you like, if we didn't double up on Star Wars, if we did, yeah, we so Wars. we kind of put all Star Wars into this. We did minus episode two, one, maybe eight, maybe eight. <laughs> um, so where would you put New Hope, like in your list of like favorite movies? If you didn't cor- incorporate it with Empire, it'd have to be, it'd have to be five or six. I was thinking that too. Yeah, it's like it's still like so great, and it's not not anything against it, but there are just other movies that kind of have a more original. Yeah. Take. So you were talking about the characters and about how like defining that they yeah. are. I was talking with somebody who works here at the church who's actually in charge of our, our media. And we were talking about Joseph Campbell, of all things. Okay. Do you know that is? No. He wrote a book called, darn it, of course I can't remember the name of the book. It's called The Hero's Journey, I think. Okay. Um, or The Hero with a Thousand Faces, rather. And what he did was kind of compiled all sorts of, uh, or all different mythologies and stories and religious stories that have passed down through time, even mm-hmm. including Jesus, and pretty much broke all the stories into um, little, uh, you know, like how you would make a story and how they all have these things in common. Yeah. Of a hero being called from a place where he didn't enjoy or like his own yeah. old reality and then into the new. Um, and apparently George Lucas actually consulted with him at some point making one of the Star Wars. I think it was okay. episode five. Um, but... Just like that book is considered canon as far as making a story, yeah, and how you make a perfect story, man, and how you make perfect characters, and, and that, that's exactly that what George Lucas is did. Everything you could ever imagine. Oh, it's so good. I love Star Wars. Dude, let's, watch, let's watch Empire this weekend. <laughs> no, we have to wait. We have to wait because uh, those of you who don't know, we are going to do a Star Wars month. When are we going to start that? Are we going to start it in December or the last week of November? We'll probably do the last week of November. We'll okay. probably pick it up right after Thanksgiving. Okay. And uh, November's going to be kind of crazy. We're going to the Dominican Republic in the beginning of November. We are. And then I'm going to Disney halfway through November. Yep. So I'm going to have to carry the load there. You will. And then yeah. Thanksgiving. November may be a little bit of a sparse month. But we need to put ourselves on a schedule starting at the end of October to watch. Yes. All, all 10 Star, Star Wars. Wars movies. 10. Because oh we'll gosh. be ranking them. We'll probably drop that... The week or two weeks before episode nine comes out. Well, you already know episode five is going to be at the top. Uh, <laughs> that's easy. No, too no, easy. No question in that. Man, I this was this was good. I, I was so interesting to see yours compared to mine. I knew they would be different. Yeah, but they were similar. They they had some similarities within them. Nothing too outlandish in either of them, which is surprising for me. It is surprising. Honestly, for like, you. I'm pretty proud of myself bringing in some good ones. And before we jump off this topic, I'm just going to read through the top ten on IMDb. Um, yeah. So, number one, Shawshank Redemption. We already talked about that one. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Um, Godfather is at number two, and Godfather Part Two is at number three. On mine, it says that Dark Knight is number three, and Godfather Part Two is number four. I'm looking at... No, this is the IMDb Top 250. I'm on IMDb Top 250 as well. Bet you ain't, because I, I just loaded it. Weird, okay. There. Anyway, the, right after that is The Dark Knight at number four. Yes. Have you ever watched, though, The Godfather? Neither one. I tried to watch part of it, and I just, I don't know, got disinterested. Yeah. At number five, I have 12 Angry Men. Mine is Return of the King. Tower, you are not on the right one. I, I swear. Can't. Okay, go up to the top. Yes. Hit movies, and hit top-rated movies. I don't know why it's doing that. You are way off. 12 Angry Men at number five. Number six is Schindler's List, which neither of us mentioned, but that is not a very enjoyable movie. Okay. Um, number seven is Return of the King. Number eight is Pulp Fiction. Number nine is The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And number ten is Fight Club. Okay. Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Great movie. Also, yeah. Pulp Fiction. I don't know how it's number ten all time. It's just kind of odd. But top ten movies. Bang. Those are our greatest movies of all time. If you want to share your list, go to Instagram. Let us know what your list is. Let us know what your top ten favorite movies of all time. Whether you agree are. or disagree. Yes, we'd love to hear you to join the conversation. So before we go today, Cody, I think we have a lot to catch up on right here. Yeah, we do. What's your binging? Oh, me first. You? I, oh, you wrote your name first. Okay. Oh, I just, yeah. That's fine. Um, well, I'll just get the normal ones out of the way. We'll start that. West Wing. The West Wing. <laughs> all right. Y'all love the West Wing. Uh, I've been catching up on a lot of soccer. Um, English Premier League started back. Come on, you Spurs. Uh, MLS. Champions League actually just started back this week. I'm so sad that you said those before you said college football. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. You suck. <laughs> it's the world game. Um, but then college football. I'm a South Carolina fan. What do I have to root for? True. What are we hoping for? Maybe a bowl game? That'd be great. 
We went to a bowl game last year. Helsinki. Yeah, boy. Helsinki. Helsinki. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, college football, of course. Um, I've been watching a little bit NFL because of fantasy. I'm wanting to repeat. What's your What's your record? 2-0. I went to. Beat the mess out of Dylan. I'm so, I'm so glad. I had two people have zero points last week. We had somebody in our fantasy league, for those of you who care about fantasy, score 170? Was that right? 180. 180 points in a PPR league. So I had, a, I had 79. <laughs> <laughs> you had almost a third of his score. That's a long year. It's going to be rough, so I'm hoping to repeat. Anyway, the stuff I'm actually really starting to binge this week, um, The Stand by Stephen King. I started reading this. Um, it's a book, by the way. I started reading this. <laughs> you gave me a book. So That's not his newest one, is it? No, no, no. His newest one he just came out with is called The Institute. I almost got it, that audio book. Uh, it's probably really long. <laughs> Did you get an audio? Oh, I guess you're going to tell me in a minute. Mm. Oh, well. Um, but anyway, The Stand is considered Stephen King's uh, best book, actually, I think. Okay. By some people. Um, probably his best book, if not The Shining. So anyway, started reading about a quarter of the way through, and it is a long book. Woo. But I'll tell you more about that once I finish reading it at Astra. Maybe watching it this weekend. Don't know. Go see it. And I, I want to see it. Yeah, I'll let you know. Tyler, what are you binging? First thing, Xbox-wise, Monster Hunter World. How do you have time to play games? I don't. I'm just <laughs> curious. <laughs> I don't. Uh, sometimes on Friday mornings I do, but that's about it. <laughs> For like 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah. So I'll go hunt a monster and then go clean up the house. Um, and then still going through Friends, of course. Still watching college football. It's going to be a good weekend. Tennessee's got Florida. Auburn's got A&M. Georgia's got Notre Dame. Good weekend in college football. I'm hoping all three of the first teams that you mentioned lose. Tennessee and Auburn? I'm hoping Auburn loses you just a little suck. bit. I'm hoping Florida loses, actually, is what okay. I meant. Yeah. And then I definitely hope Georgia loses, though. <laughs> yes. They're not going to either. No. Um, Lord of the Rings, we watched Two Towers and Return of the King this past week, just Elizabeth and I. Um, always watch 90 Day Fiance because I'm married, and that's how it goes. <laughs> and then the two audiobooks I picked up yesterday. First one is It, 44 hours long. 44 hours. Cody, <laughs> I'm listening at 1.25 speed. <laughs> I made it 20 minutes in. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> is it 44 hours long with 1.25 speed? No, it's 44 hours total. Okay, 44 hours on 1x. Dude, it's so unreal. I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know why I'm so interested in the character of Pennywise. But like this past month, it's just like, I'm so intrigued. Maybe it's a reflection on who you are. I'm, I'm a dancing clown. Yeah, he turns so. into people's worst fears. And then the other one I got, I got Ready Player One. Oh, really? Yeah. Audiobook's pretty good. Okay, did you listen to it? I think I did. I've read that book a couple of times now because I just enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I, I, I've never read the book, but I saw the movie, and I've heard that it's, it's decent compared to the book, but there's nothing that compares to the book. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like... Uh, I'm trying to think of a good... Okay, so like The Martian. The movie was really good, Yeah. right? Um, the book was definitely better. Hmm, I don't know how to say, but like you probably aren't going to get too much more out of... The book. The book okay. compared to the movie. But just because you get the general idea of what's happening. I love Easter eggs and pop cultural references. So Yeah, well, for that. That's what I love about it. I mean, it, it is a great book. I would definitely recommend reading that and The Martian. But something like where you're going to read It or where you're going to read The Shining, you're going to get a whole lot more out of those books yeah. than you would the movies. For sure. So so I'll, I'll try to get through those. Maybe next year I'll let you know how It was. <laughs> <laughs> 44 hours, dude. Okay, just think about it. Like, if you listen every time you're in the car... But I don't because I have podcasts I listen to as well. Like, I know. I've gotten into that habit, too, where I've I just got, listen like, to podcasts. I've got four different podcasts that I'm on, um, or maybe five, that I just rotate in and out. They come out every week. Give us your podcast list real quick. Podcast list really quick. Um, uh, Saturday Down South, which is college football, Preachers and Sneakers podcast. Do you actually listen to that religiously? I, I, it's only six episodes in. Okay. Um, Ear Biscuits with Rhett and Link, Culture Talk podcast, uh, Star Wars Theory Galactic War Report, which is Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, a uh, little bit of the Bible Project, and then um, We Extra, a few of our friends here, at uh, not Stasboro, Montgomery, <laughs> and then the Maddie and Pete Show. Man, I got a lot of podcasts You I do, to. yeah. So it, I got a lot of stuff to listen to in the car. I did the same thing. I'm going to go through my podcast list real quick, because we hadn't actually done like a big recommendation. Definitely recommend... Culture Shock Podcast. Culture Shock Podcast. <laughs> Definitely recommend We Extra as well. Yeah, for sure. Is, uh, Jared and Abby. Abby Dormany. Um, 
Oh, gosh. I've listened to so many soccer podcasts and realizing caught offside. If you care anything about soccer, definitely listen to them. Men and Blazers, they're great. I'm not going to go through all mine because a lot of these are like random political. Not political, but like politics, kind of. Yeah. No, that one is political. I won't mention it. Um, Fighting Cock podcast. That one's good. The Daily by the New York Times. That is a good one. The Fighting Cock is a uh, Tottenham Hotspur one. Okay, I thought it may be South Carolina. I can't recommend it. I wish it was South Carolina. That would be better. But anyway, podcasts, they do end up taking up car time, but you got to make time. Yeah. Like cutting grass, yep. putting in some noise-canceling headphones, go awesome story. If you're going on a long drive, I read on the airplane, it was great. But Pass always, always listen to the Culture Strike podcast first every <laughs> single week. <laughs> yes, amen. Gotta do. Well, we're an hour in, Cody. Turn up. I think we got to get out of here. Let's do it. All right. That's all the time we have for you this week. We'll see you next week on Bye. the Culture Strike podcast. Did I say that wrong? No, you were right. Oh. Next week. Next week. We'll be there. Next week. Here. Bye. Bye. Bye.